This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis. All right, all right, all right. We are back again. Riffin' with Raff and AD. It's Wednesday night. It's the quickest two hours of the week. At least I believe that. Once again, AD is out with a prior engagement. So I went out and I said to myself, I got to find somebody that has raft like Husker knowledge. <laughs> and one guy came to my mind, the head of Husker Army. If you've not heard of Husker Army, go to Facebook and like their page. 39,300 followers over almost 12 years. I got Mr. Thew Malone with me tonight. Thew, what's up, brother? Hey, how are you doing? I am good. Well, thank you for having me in here. Um, and thank you for the shout-out for the group. And not only like the page, but join our group, too. Join the group. You join the group, and you can engage in discussion, too. Uh, I know you have some fun with uh, with the folks on there every once in a while as well, too. Oh, yeah, all the time. I, like, I enjoy why I like seeing what people post. And, I like, and, you know, you guys are really good with your trivia. I like like to be challenged with the, with the Husker Army trivia question. So, well, if you haven't been on there, we'd like to do the countdown to kickoff and uh we'll tend to pick whatever the jersey number is with the day. And some days are easier than others, and then there's other days that I know that only Chris Raff is going to get that right. So, I know that he's not going to sit here and brag to himself, but it's it's kind of a running joke that Chris Raff is the only person probably in this studio that can tell you who the only scholarship wing back from Hershey, Nebraska to where 17 ever was. Never heard of him. And he knows that Shane Swanson. He knows <laughs> it. That's how he is. He played for the Broncos, by the way, Harrison. Just want just to throw that out there. Uh, you would know that. The, Den- <laughs> the Denver Broncos. But. Are you a Royals fan? Oh, I try to be sometimes. I don't know what I I Baseball right now for me is kind of with basketball. Sorry, Harrison. That's all right. I'll take that. I mean, I try, but well, I know with the, with your softball pedigree that you have, <laughs> your softball pedigree. Yeah, <laughs> I, you may hey, you may laugh. I tell you what, he's a guy that size. He's he was a heck of an outfielder, and he could play the three bag. I was nimble. Strong arm. I was nimble. I was nimble. the bat. How were you swinging the bat? 
Dude, he, dude drops bombs. I can see that. Every that one, one makes sense. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. But this, 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 guy, this guy right here just celebrated a birthday, what, two days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday. He's still out playing softball. <laughs> I mean, he's, what What are you now, 38? 49? Yeah. Close. Yeah, right. He's still it's out, just a number of candles. He's still out there playing, but then what makes this wild is, is it 50 and over league coming up for you? Well, they... They have that, or is it? Yeah, at 50 and over, I can start using those cheater bats. Yeah, so he, he turns 50, and all of a sudden, he becomes the young buck of the league, and he's back to dominating softball. <laughs> you, you still hit home runs? Uh, I, I can. Uh, a lot of times here later in your career, you get on teams where you're not necessarily, that's oh, yeah. not your role. All those limits where they only have like two home runs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they don't really want the old guy t- taking all the uh, glory away from the, glory, the, the young kids. The glory. So, talked about you, you lead Husker Army. Mm-hmm. Got thirty nine thousand followers. I think about twelve years old, somewhere right around that Correct. area. But I don't think people realize like all the stuff that you've done for the community over the last twelve years. Can you like tell us like some of the things you've done? Sure. Um, you know, we started that twelve years ago. Uh, we all know that social media can just be an absolute animal, and so we tried to. We tried to create a place where people could voice their opinion, but do it in a more professional manner. You know, for example, uh, you could get on there and say, well, I thought our quarterback just really stunk last game. Well, instead of that, you could say, hey, I wish he would have read his progression or, or work on his footwork. You know, you can say the same thing, but two different ways. And because we started doing, you know, the group in a more positive direction, the followers really started to, to, to latch on. And not only that, but we would get some former Huskers that kind of latched on. And a lot of those former Huskers, uh, when they get done playing professional football, they'll come back and they'll start usually their own charities, philanthropy groups, stuff like that. And over the course of 12 years, I am so happy to, to say that we have raised over $75,000 for various communities throughout the group. We've done dog rescues. We've helped with Steve Warren's Dream Academy. You know, Steve helps out with at-risk and uh, underprivileged youth up in the Omaha area. Uh, your own Jay Foreman here. We've uh, we've done a lot for Foreman's Foundation, as you know, uh, for diabetes research. His father Chuck has type one diabetes, and we've done a lot of stuff. And so when people come on there and think that it's just a message board or you know you can fly off the handle, it's just a group. We we do hold our members accountable, uh, but we are open to to people's opinions. But it's just not your average you know mom and pop. Uh, message board there's a lot more that's gone into that a lot more events and stuff like that and we t- we do take pride in it and you guys go out of your way too to if you hear of a story or something like that i believe has it been a couple of years now where i believe there is a an elderly lady she wanted to meet scott frost or yes. um yeah uh they had uh, there was a nursing home up in omaha and they called it senior wishes and every every senior kind of you know, senior citizen gets their own, you know, their wish. Um, some of them, it's to go shopping at the mall. Some of them, it's to have a T-bone steak. And there was a 94-year-old gentleman. His name was Art. Gentleman. And uh, I was close. That's okay. And and he really wanted to meet Scott Frost. Um, so there's a little bit more work involved in that than cooking a T-bone steak. Uh, but actually, through the help of Jay, Jay Foreman helped out a lot with that, too. He was able uh, to meet, you know, to get that wish done about three years ago. Unfortunately, Art did pass away this past year. But just a look on his face, you know, it, it was stuff like that. Uh, we've also had, uh, you know, we had a gentleman just a couple blocks up here, a 13-year-old boy on a bicycle a few years ago that uh, P.J. Smith helped out with um, that was hurt really badly. We helped out with his medical bills. Uh, also, Paul uh, Rahner, 
um, a big Husker fan that was in need of a service dog. And we were, went out and raised money, you know, so he could have a service dog to help him out. So a lot of th- the things we do does have a Husker theme to it. But there are some also some, indi- you know, instances here locally where we've helped out just your average Husker fan. No, that's that's cool stuff. I, it always, I'm always like the one that watches the ESPN, the Make a Wish, every year when they do those mm-hmm. Make a Wish things, and it, it's like that is like the to me that is like the coolest thing ever. And then to see you guys go out and do that, and just the stuff that the stuff that you do, like I believe, like even before game days, you guys are out selling bracelets and stuff. I'd have to assume that that money you're probably mm-hmm. donating it to you know whatever charity. We, we pick different ones. Whatever. I won't lie to you. Uh, I do it because I enjoy it. I do. I do pay, you know, m- one of my helpers a little bit for them being out there in the heat. But you know, after all that, we do. Uh, yeah, we're we divide that up, and it it goes to good homes too. Yeah, you'll find us on game days, like you said, Raf. Uh, sell these wristbands, uh, say Husker Army on them. Um, you've probably seen some friends with them. If you don't have one, you need to get one. I've got some in my pocket, Harrison. I'll have to get you one before we take off. Yeah, I won't say no. But, uh, yeah, and like you said, 39,400 members in our actual group. Well, the we're going to have 400 by the end of the night. It well, was 39.3, but we're saying that. Raf is going to try and get us to, to 40,000 members before kickoff. That's we, and that we go ahead and go. We're doing 40,000 tonight. All you listeners out there right now, Facebook, Husker Army, get there, like it. And see, it's Facebook, too. So, you know, I will never, I'll never tell you to not. You know, we've 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 got great friends at on three twenty four seven rivals. We all got friends there. Stay with those guys. You know, but we also not only do we do all these fun things too, but you get all your recruiting updates. It's 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 a news news place to go. Uh, you can banter back and forth with your Husker friends, uh, scores, all that kind of stuff, and it's free. It's Facebook. So I like to tell people it's kind of like a pyramid scheme, except you don't have to buy any Amway. <laughs> so when you join, then we just ask, hey, you know, throw a couple of your friends in there. And because, and what, as that, as the group grows, when we do do those things to give back to the community, we have more, more people to help and more exposure uh, f- for what we've got, the activities that we have going on. Exactly. And you always keep it positive too. That's another thing that I like about it is if somebody's in there causing a little bit of strife or whatever, you go in there and make sure that they're, you know, maybe suspended or maybe even thrown out of the group. You never know. Well, but but, but the, we've all wanted to chuck a brick at the TV before. Oh, I mean, who has? Every everyone has. It's but it's it's my it's my goal to keep those people in the group and not to kick them out. And because I know how how it's how it is. I've been that way too. Oh yeah. So, no, it's not like if you say one wrong word, you're gone. But and it's a highlight too it during the games if on TV or whatever, and all of a sudden you see a. Husker Army wristband on one of the players. I mean, that's that's always great marketing. Yes, that's 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 fun too, is because uh, there've been there've been several several players uh, over the past twelve years that have wore those during the games very proudly. Uh, in fact, uh, was some of them even even have their photos taken in like Athlon's magazine with their Husker Army wristband on. I'm like, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> those are framed twenty four by thirty six posters now on these pages. Yeah, I won't lie to you. If I I told you they weren't saved photos in my phone somewhere. <laughs> So we got here tonight, and you saw the board with all of our season predictions. You I did. Saw Raph and AD's prediction of twelve and zero, but you know we never did ask you. What is your prediction for the upcoming football season? Uh, I have very boldly, and I have not backed down from this or wavered um, because uh, I know that it's you know we it's easy for where you and I could sit here and we could discuss 
it's an easy it's easy, easy path to see Nebraska winning all their 12 games what they need to do right there's also an easy path to see Nebraska go five and seven the mishaps of last year so you have to take all that into account you have you know obviously the infusion of the talent from the transfer portal the new coaching staff uh Keep in mind, other teams are getting better too. You, you know they're not going to lay down just because you want to win. And I'm going to boldly say nine and three. Nine and three. I would love to go above that, but I, to me, I I say we at least go nine and three. How's that? Nine and three. So what are those losses you think you're talking? Here, here's here's I I think honestly that at Michigan is going to be tough. It really is. Um, I I I think that Oklahoma is not as daunting as it used to be, but but it's still Oklahoma. And so I have, I have, I was probably losing at Michigan, and then I think two of our other losses will probably be between uh, Wisconsin and Iowa and Oklahoma. Um, and don't get me wrong, I mean, let let's not look overdue Purdue and Minnesota too. I'm not saying we're going to lose, but those are games that we have seen over the past few years that you need to be ready for. Yeah. Well, even Illinois, it's kind of same thing. I've you know what that that guy that looks like the Beavis and Butthead guy. I that I want to beat them. Second worst than any other t- than any other team on our schedule. I'll tell you who's first if you don't mind. That Allen guy at Indiana, because oh. we all remember the sound bites from when we played them at home, and they were kind of a little chirpish. Now we just alluded to the fact I'm 49 years old. You know what 49 year old people do? They hold grudges, <laughs> and they hold on to those sound bites, and they hope that when Indiana comes up here again this year, that it's 56 to seven. Thank you, Mr. Allen. Bye. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> oh, guys, old crutches. Oh boy, so, get off my lawn. <laughs> so, I know you're you're always studying, you know, the team and stuff like that. Who are a couple of the guys that stick out to you that be surprises for you this year on this year's team? It'll be surprises. Yep, like somebody that you know everybody's talking about the Casey Thompsons and the um, Dakotist and. Trey and those guys. Does Tommy Hill count as a surprise? Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Um, Tommy Hill was very, very highly recruited to come here out of high school. Uh, him and him and Fisher had a pretty, pretty strong relationship. Um, I can't blame the kid to going to Arizona State. Uh, I played baseball. I really wanted to go there. I have a daughter that plays softball who really wanted to go there. It is nice, and ASU is quite a draw. Um, but he's coming here. And this guy is legit. Uh, I know that sometimes we put stock in the stars behind the names. Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's not. This guy is every bit of four stars coming in. I would not. I would be surprised if he is not starting at one of the corner spots. Very really. Nice. And I know that Braxton Clark's been here and been through the system. But when you bring talent in, it's hard to keep it off the field. Um, another guy that I. Uh, I, that I'm gonna, I want to throw out there for a surprise, and this is just simply bef- because of the depth at the position. After Volkolek, you know that tight end room really drops off, and uh, I think AJ Rollins is really gonna have a major role. Um, you know, I I know that they don't really want to rush Fedoni back unless he is 100, percent and so you're gonna have to rely on some of those younger guys. I mean, we saw uh, with Brewington, uh, you've got the Carney kid out of Norris who's going to be coming in but uh you know I saw AJ make a real you know some good catches in that spring game and I think that's just kind of the tip for him and he's going to have to have a big role because as you know whether you know just because of you know different sets that you're going to run and also having need to take a few plays off we're going to have to have depth at that position and I think he's going to be the one to provide it 
Very nice. I got to switch topics for you too because I also know another sport that you really enjoy. Please don't don't talk about the Royals. Uh, no. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to Nebraska men's basketball. Okay. Let's do it. What what is your what what is your outlook for this upcoming season with with Fred Hoiberg's squad? It's. I, I'm I'm always optimist. I mean, you know me. I've been a you know been a Husker. I I used to go to bed nine years old and sneak that radio on with Ken Pavelka listening to Stan Cloudy and Dave Hoppin play, and so it and it's and you know this. It's so hard to be a Husker basketball fan in this state because we have nothing to grasp onto. Um, last year was obviously a letdown because we saw we saw the talent there, but we didn't see the chemistry. And a lot has been said that maybe we just went out and we recruited talent over recruiting chemistry. And I think that that the recruiting aspect kind of changed a little bit this year. And, you know, if you look at the players that they're bringing in, uh, Blase, the the Juco guy to play at center, uh, I think you actually might see him and Derek on the court at the same time. Derek switching to that power forward spot. Derek can shoot the ball outside. And, you know, you're going to have, obviously, Romel Lloyd coming in at that guard spot. I don't think we got Tominaga's best game, you know, best plays last year, too. So that would be interesting to see him make the strides because we watch him go out and make these plays on these international teams. And it's like, dude, why can't you do, do that here? We, I just watched you hit five three-pointers in a row with a backpack on, <laughs> but you can't hit something here. So I think he's going to take a step forward. Sounds like C.J. Wilcher's in a lot better shape. Um Obviously, losing the McGowans is tough, um, but I think collectively they'll probably be a better team because last year you saw that in those close games. Everyone, where's Bryce? Get Bryce the ball, and it's not that he couldn't do that, but that's a lot of pressure for for an eighteen year old kid. Uh, but the depth in that front court is, is going to be huge. You brought in, I think, the Gary fella from uh, Alabama. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. And I just, you know, you're going to have and and with uh, Wilhelm. Uh, being being a lot healthier this year, that front court is going to be great. And let's not let's not forget. I'm going to totally get this guy's name wrong. So I'm going to just tell you the the seven foot uh, Serbian dude. Oh. Or, or help me out here, oh. Olax. Oh yeah, go Konix. That's right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes, that guy. If you ever went to the games last year, he redshirted. But after every game was over, he would come back out and he'd work out for another half hour. Hardest working guy on that team. And he's got some touch around around the rim. So adding another, another seven footer that's developing in there, he's going to be fine. He's going to be getting some some court time this year. Yeah, that's that's like one thing. It was crazy last year with Nebraska basketball and football because I know they're completely different sports, but I felt like I was watching the exact same teams in some of the games. I don't know if you got that feeling too. Like if Nebraska basketball would have just had a couple of things fall for them, like they were just a kid, like at the end of the year last year. They made made a few three pointers, start mm-hmm. the game out, and it just changed. They played good basketball. The last, I think it was the last four or five games last year. They played solid basketball. Where you're like, where was this at all year? Mm-hmm. Football team, same way. Didn't it feel to you like the basketball team also found a thousand and one ways to lose, lose the game? Yep, exactly. It was like I was watching the same thing. It was like different sport, but same exact. It's just, it's just a matter of what I tell everybody this year with the football team. It's like. It's just a it's a, it's it's a snowball effect. You've got to patch one good thing together, two good thing, and I'm the coaches tell the players this, and the players know this too. It's nothing, but it's it was crazy last year when I was watching the games. I always felt like I was like it's almost like I'm watching a Nebraska football game. It's just you just need a couple breaks here, and 
then the rest it just it just happens. But. Well, and let me ask you this: I mean, how eerie is it that the, the the correlation too? Because you have a high profile coach that we brought in that raised that bar, yep. and and that makes those expectations even look further away when we go through seasons like that. Because you know, Raph, you and I came from an era that I'm sure you guys, you, you youngsters over there, get tired of hearing about how it was in the '90s, right? But that that's when we were at, at the university. Um, basketball wasn't at the apex, but you know, we, your man Strick, he was winning NITs through there. football teams, winning national titles, the basketball or the, the volleyball team also won a national championship and everything was good. It really was. I mean, baseball and softball were still there, but all your big horses were winning games. And we look now and, and if it wasn't for our women's sports, boy, we would really be hurting. I mean, not, you know, I don't. I don't want to say that the whole program's in dismal. I mean, John Cook's going the right direction. Amy Williams, mm-hmm. you know, she's got that program in the right direction. And look what Rhonda Ravel did this year with the with the softball team. So thank goodness for the ladies, you know, for keep keeping us relevant. And the bowling team. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but won. it's a women's bowling yep. and the women's rifle team. Always yeah. nationally. Oh, yeah, that's right. Always nationally yeah. ranked. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's just it's just one of those things. I, I feel I just feel there's gotta be that turn, that just that break. I this the game in Dublin. Everybody's like, game one, game one, and I I don't think it could be more true because I think if Nebraska comes out, football plays plays their game, eliminates the mistakes, they win that they win the game going away, and that changes the whole complexion of the season. Last year, Illinois, the first game, they had that the first quarter and a half. That was Nebraska's game. They, I thought Nebraska was a ten times better team than Illinois was. Then all of a sudden, you had the punt safety, safety, from the punt. and you and you had the interception, the fumble going into the end yeah. of the half. Yeah, of the and it, it just it just changed the whole mood of like the entire season. Just that first game. So I just hope this year that they just come out and they can, and and everything. It just makes not not just. It makes the players' lives better. It makes people's lives in Nebraska better. Sports talk show radio Sports hosts' lives be- better. better. But, but it, hasn't it been like that for the past several years, though? Yeah. I mean, l- let's look at, look at how Scott Frost's tenure started with this giant storm that wouldn't move and a canceled game against a gimme to where here your opening game is against Colorado. And it, we've struggled since. I mean, Mother Nature has done this to Scott Frost. This is Mother Nature's fault. But I mean, it's but but look at how we've had that Colorado game the last couple of years. Yeah. Illinois, you're right. That Northwestern game, but Colorado, the first game against Colorado, Nebraska has them the entire, pretty much the entire game. Yeah, Adrian Martinez was having a great game, and uh, up until the second half, I want to say, and boom, what happens? We find a way to give it up. That was the the twisted knee game, wasn't it? Or was that? I can't remember if that was the first or second. That was the first Scott yeah. Frost game. Was the twisted knee game. Mm-hmm. And he laid the ball down or whatever. And and that changed the whole complexion of that loss. To me, changed that whole complexion of the season because Austin are like, holy cow, we got something. We got a freshman quarterback that's amazing. And I'm like, we're on it, we're on our way. We're back. And then all of a sudden we lose that game and it was just like boom, pop of the bubble. And and then it happened and then it happens again. You right. know, we play Colorado the next year and we have them. 
that was another game I thought we we had we had we were a better team. But we, were, we were leading. I know. I want yeah. to say we were leading once again going into the half. Yeah, and found a way to cough and we it up. We found later. a way. Found a way. That's why it's just so important. Like I think there's two things that Nebraska got to do this year. They've got to have, they've got to come in no mistakes. But the big thing is is when they do get in a close game, they have got to they have got to mentally. Nebraska talent wise, I I think they can play with almost anybody. I mean, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Georgias, or Georgia, they're probably in a different spectrum right now than what Nebraska is talent wise. But everybody else that Nebraska plays, it's just a matter of they've got to get it in their head that they're the they're the they're the better team. They're supposed to win the game. Like me and AD predicting twelve and zero, and like I was saying tonight, it's like. In our heads, every game that we ever go into, it's like we're going to win the game. It's it's the problem is when you have that that doubt creep in your head, like, well, maybe we can't. And that's I just hope that that disappears, dissipates this year, and that's where we we get because it's just a lot of mental. But and I don't think you saw that last year against the Ohio State team. Yeah, that yeah, those guys. I mean, they played them to one score there. Yep, and they played a lot of one-score games, but it, I just felt like that mental, that mental edge is what they got to gain. But what we'll do now is we will send her on to break, and we will be back here in a few minutes to talk more with you, Malone. This is a thirty-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title: Project Planning Homeowner One Hundred One. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. 